And now this is kind of becoming a tradition. I just ready, want you guys ready, all ready, hear ready. my little drinky drink. Get your drinky drinks. Get your drinks. Make get a cup of snackies. tea. Get your your road soda or whatever it is your <laughs> road soda. I know. Or inappropriate. Actually, that's bad. I know that's inappropriate. No road sodas. Do not drink it. That is illegal. I first need to start this podcast by clarifying something. I got, she's going to be mad at this one too. I got a verbal um, smackdown from Catherine. Ooh. Because she wants to make it clear to all our listeners that she always liked me. And in the podcast, Aww. I said when we first met each other, that she, I didn't, that she didn't, I didn't like think you. she liked me. Well, and you she said you said, didn't think she liked I, okay, you. Okay, I said I, didn't think she, I don't think she liked me. Aww. She is saying that she did like me. I but did that she was not like her. No, I obviously did not like her. Oh. And so I, that's probably true because I believe her. She's like, when have I ever lied? So, Catherine, I apologize. <laughs> so I'm letting all the listeners know. I probably, mm, I didn't really like Catherine when I first met her because she was my cousin's best friend. And mm. so I didn't know where I fit. Was in there that. jealousy involved? I probably, but now I adore her. Usually with girls, there's jealousy. Kids. It's like, oh, you or like just her, not don't knowing you? where I fit. So I exactly. just needed to do. What do they yeah. call that when you do that in um, a paper editor's note? Oh, I told her. I said I would note. confess to everyone. <laughs> Catherine liked me when she first met me. Oh, okay. Feelings were not necessarily mutual. They are now. That's how it was when I first met you. Uh, I was terrified <laughs> and forced to you be were. your best friend. And so and God knew that I didn't have anybody. And so that you really would. Because you took the place of like 10 people. True. Uh, and you so did circles around me. And so knew, we can learn from this is that I'm a polarizing person. You are a polarizing person for better or worse. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm becoming more like that as I get I'm older. No, there's no gray. With Mrs. Small. There is no gray. There's no room well, for wondering. For hair. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. So we have a very, 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 very special guest <laughs> today. And this is going to be interesting to see how this all shakes out because Amber is probably going to be assuming that we're going to be, that I'm going to start making out with the special guest. No, he's going to try and I'm going to be like, stop it. Gross. Yeah. So you're going to hear a lot of. <sighs> supposing and wondering and she's going to be doing this lot <sighs> yeah guys so in case you haven't wondered our special guest is not another three main girl is she not a girl at all not a girl at all in fact he is a man <laughs> and can i just make this clear because of our ambiguous culture uh that he is a man Yes. And we know that about him. I don't know that. <laughs> I know that. You don't know that about him? Don't say that. I mean, I'm just saying I have not. Okay, I'm stopping. What? Yeah. Please stop. Okay. Deep cut. Yeah. Deep cut. I have to take a sip of my beverage. <laughs> it's also our job to make people laugh because there's not enough laughter in our culture right now. There's too much. Okay, just, can you just introduce him so we can okay. get this show on the road? My dear husband <laughs> who's feeling incredibly uncomfortable hey guys <laughs> who over prepared for this by uh, a long shot well, I said, remember i told the story about kurt anderson that the first time i met him he had three different kinds of chapstick regular cherry mm-hmm. and carmax so like over preparation is his jam it is his jam That's and right. it's kind of what he does for his work 
but I said just casually throw in you know we just gonna we're gonna come with some questions about we've had a lot of requests mm. for um you know how do we help our children with t- technology and both the ones that are kind of addicted to it and then the ones that are turning into teenagers and are actually in danger of it you know ruining their lives as they know it and I couldn't think of a better person than my husband who does that for our family well and for a living and for a living and for a living and so he's yeah. a hacker he's a hacker a hacker for good a hacker, hacker good. by night <laughs> and a hacker for justice by day <laughs> wow Basically, I always super, wonder what you actually Superman. tell people I do. I just tell and everyone so. that you're a doctor because I, <laughs> I feel like that every that's what everybody no, thinks no, that you are. No, there's no way you, you say you're a doctor because you've always wanted to be a doctor's wife. That's true. <laughs> that's like, I do work for a That is my true confession. So. I've asked him many times, why, you know, just a few more years and you could have been a doctor, you know, and then, well, you know. Then you would have been a doctor's wife. Then I would have been a doctor's wife. I feel like Ladies I'm blushing right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> True I think that's called shock. Well, it's about, I, I always love how you introduce me kind of because like he's a hacker. He's a hacker for justice. Like, <laughs> You're like, that's yeah. not what I do at all. That's just, Okay, so Kurt, what do you do? Title. What do you do? Tell uh, everybody what you do. Sure. So, you uh, are an expert. I'm an expert. I have about 20 <laughs> Shut years. Shut your pie hole. Let him talk. <laughs> I have about 20 years in cybersecurity. And mm-hmm. I work for a local healthcare delivery company. So part of our job is, you know. Did you say a healthcare delivery company? Yeah. It means it's a healthcare system. <laughs> it's literally what they call it. It's, it's what they call these days. This is one of the ones I wish was YouTube. Because <laughs> Rachel's like, what? I've never heard those words before. My husband works for the same company. Those are the words they healthcare use. Healthcare delivery. Uh, okay. It's, it's because it's more than a hospital. Also I mean, known as a hospital. It's, it's, but it's not just but that. It's doctor's offices, hospitals. it's ambulances, yeah, yeah. you know, air ambulances, all the things. That's okay, I receive. Care. I receive that. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So um, anyway. we do cybersecurity, and a lot of that is protecting, obviously, our organization from the bad guys. But uh, I would say, more importantly, I find that as a dad of two boys, that's really driven me to really double down on how to protect our own Excuse kids. me. <laughs> <laughs> There's a marriage in a nutshell. <laughs> so, right, I do have to say, back when you were like, oh, what's that thing you put in the paper? I think you're talking about a retraction. Yes, that's a retraction. I was like, retraction. it was in the back of my head. Yes. I was like, I have to say it. Editor's gonna, note, it's gonna, retraction. It's going to bug me. <laughs> Thank Should you. I actually put it in the show notes? Retract- <laughs> retraction <laughs> statement. Catherine liked me. But I yeah. did not like I her. I did not like her. Okay. So you guys were interested in technology. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to help our listeners move forward in all the things. <laughs> and so <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. This is how this is going to go because I have it's my two so best friends awkward. in it the, in the is- room and one of them is my hubby. And so and this is new to me. We've never done this before. True. So this is a and brand- she's wearing the headphones, people. That's right. I, in this relationship, she's wearing the headphones. In this, in this moment, she's wearing the headphones. I drive the bus, okay? Let's just make this clear. Who's wearing the pants? Who's wearing podcast? the I'm not wearing pants, but if I was. Okay, she's, she's wearing shorts. <laughs> I am the one wearing the shorts in this relationship. What are they thinking? I mean, we got to be. Okay. I know. We need Amy to be like, guys. Rabbit trail, five different rabbit trails going out from one. Is spot. that my job right now to bring yes. you back in? The bring house? it back, okay. ladies. Bring it back. Okay, yes. so what did Kurt, you guys want to talk about? <laughs> okay, so Kurt, we put out a survey, yeah. and a lot of what we heard 
back was two major issues that I think we're going to cover two separate podcasts, both of them having to do with technology. The first is technology. I don't need notes, Anderson. Okay, the first is (laughs) technology with our children, how to protect our children from the garbage that's out there and how do we protect ourselves, Rachel Anderson and TikTok, um, Mm -hmm. from technology and that ideology of it like how it's so easy to become an idol i gave him full permission to throw me under the bus on this one because (laughs) uh, it was bad and why don't you i tried to tell this story in one of our recent podcasts about how you looked over at me it was late at night so we're gonna do that one first so we got kids detox detox so we're talking about tech detox First, the first problem is admitting that you have a problem. <laughs> Step one. Step one in in uh, raise your hand if you technology is anonymous. Raise your hand if you have an addiction. And I, uh, my hand is up. I had Mine's it. I had post an addiction to TikTok. It was very short lived, but in true confessions, I had. We've had it more than once. It's been. Hap- it's happened more than once. It's. It was. I relapsed. <laughs> and then I yeah. deleted it and then I relapsed. And I think that yeah. happened about eight but times. Last time was definitely the worst. The last time was the worst because I just let myself go deep down the rabbit hole of scrolling and I didn't give myself a time limit at all. Now, with everything, with all other apps, especially Facebook and Instagram, I give myself literally only five to 10 minutes a day where I allow myself to be on there really scrolling mm-hmm. and I've had that for years because I use both those platforms for work and for all the things that I do but and it helps you know promote the podcast and it helps promote artwork and all the things but I don't I don't need the endless scrolling at all like I can do I can do my job just fine without learning everything about the entire human race every single night yeah. I don't mm-hmm. need to do that and so years and years and years ago, I was like, I can't have that junking up my mind. But for some reason, TikTok knew pulls you in. that I am a secret drug addict. Uh, I have like this compulsive. An addictive personality. A very <laughs> addictive personality. And that those little bursts mm-hmm. of a dopamine hit of funny um and weird and then just just horrible i mean like there's well, things i can't unsee and that's now really because interesting of that tiktok you, that you say that because when we talk about technology addiction it's literally the same tr- pathways and neurotransmitters that are the ones that are activated as if you're addicted to anything else like yeah, you're getting an actual it, mini mm-hmm. high that's right. every time you're like, ooh, that's funny. Ooh, that's cool. Oh, I right. didn't know that. Oh my gosh, listen to all these weird sounds and listen to somebody crunching their cereal and <laughs> babies eating, you know, all these healthy foods from a perfectly uh, color coordinated um, breakfast dish right. where I'm just like, oh, I wish that I had had a perfectly co- color coordinated breakfast dish for my little baby when he was little. I failed as a mom. So I think <laughs> something's really, so I brought some stats for you guys because Ooh, I, that, yes. like, I love, love the, I lo- love the stats. Um, this and, is good because we don't have enough stats because okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, consider my right. hand slapped. So people, <laughs> people will spend on average five years and four months of their life on social media. That is the current Yikes. average. Like wow. Five years of your life, the average person will spend on social media. I was about to say consecutive. <laughs> So <laughs> consecutive. <laughs> Maybe if you had unrestricted TikTok use. Oh my <laughs> god, that would be Rachel. She would be growing a beard. Like, 
85 and like the with well, growing a beard <laughs> your little facial hairs had grown oh, okay, i don't have facial hairs i have one i have a hairy mole and i pick it <laughs> This is why I avoid your podcasting area when mm-hmm. you guys are doing this. Oh my gosh. Um, so when we're talking about technology detox, we're all obviously talking about for ourselves and for our kids. And I think it's good to recognize that as adults, you know, the first step is admitting the problem. And, you know, we sometimes leverage our spouses to kind of nudge us to, hey, think you're spending too much time on something. But I think a lot of times we recognize ourselves that we're doing something and we choose to try to change our habits. But it's really important to know that kids don't have that, you know, because Mm -hmm. they're kids, they haven't learned those things yet. And so some of the, uh, these other statistics that I found were really sad, I think. Um, So 47% of parents think their kids are addicted to their mobile device. Um, Teens who spend five or more hours a day on electronic devices are 71% more likely to exhibit self-harm risk factors than the, compared to kids that only spend an hour a day on technology. So yeah. that's that's a big jump. Um, 22% of people surveyed under the age of 29, so we're talking about youth, uh, admit to checking their device every few minutes wow. during their entire waking day. Um, and then 50, this is one, the one I thought was the one of the most sad ones for me is 52% of teens sit for long periods in silence on their phones while hanging out with their friends. Seen it. Right. And so it's that whole thing of like when your you know, kids get together, I mean, we they're, do they're, that. To, they're together, but apart. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. um, they are and the, they are and they aren't. Sometimes they're showing each other things. I mean, I totally agree with you. I am not sticking <laughs> up for this in any way. Right. Every now and then, they're yeah. I mean, it's kind of like how we'll, as a family, even yeah. There have been times where I've texted Sam from right. one sofa and he's on the other sofa, and I texted him something funny or right. Or I'd be like, and that's I get that like that. So we when we do our big New Year's Eve thing, the thing that we do, which was fascinating, was we let them have it to do that. Like like oh, let's take pictures. Oh, we're so funny. Look, let's. Put this filter on and snap our friend that's not here and look mm-hmm. at this video. And then after the ball dropped at midnight, we, or maybe it was, no, it was 10 o'clock. We took all of the phones mm-hmm. and put it in a basket. And there were some that I think it was hurting them physically to have it away oh, from yeah. them. Oh, for sure. And then we gave it back at midnight so they could all do one like, <laughs> feels like 22, Taylor Swift, you know, whatever post that they wanted to post. Then we took them back again. Yeah. And we slept, I sleep with them next to my bed because try to come get it. Mm-hmm. So we, ha- we keep it, all of them next yeah. to me. In and a safe, in the floor. No, under, they don't, yeah. I don't need any of those things. They're next to me. They're next to you. Okay. Have fun. You're the dragon. To, yeah, I'm the dragon. Right. And I had three kids, your son was one of them, come to me privately afterwards and thank me for taking the Aww. technology away. Well, okay, so another really good example of this is Dear Wonder, which is a summer camp that Kurt and I run, and it's a week-long summer camp, and the first thing that we do when they check in for a week is surrender their phone. We put it in a baggie with their name, and they're not allowed to have it back until the Friday at at the camp picture time, and so the whole week... They go without it. They go cold turkey on Saturday. And they go through, I would say, right. an hour to two hours of withdrawal. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
where they're like, oh, how do I say hi again in English to, to my friend's face? <laughs> and so that brings up a really good point of symptoms or like what are symptoms of when if you actually need a detox and you know i think of with camp we've actually had kids that have not come to camp because they didn't want they knew that their phone would be taken away and they couldn't do it and a few parents ironically (laughs) who wouldn't let their kids come to camp if their child couldn't keep their phone because they wanted to be able to keep tabs on their child and we were like we're sorry like this is actually a healthy break from you and they couldn't handle it and then we literally were literally like we're sorry but this is our policy and we're not making exceptions there's no exceptions. there's no exceptions and but the amazing thing for me is at the end of the week we always have kids come back and tell us that it was one of the best weeks of their life yeah and and they'll remember it (laughs) because they were present (laughs) yeah present and i think it's like i know my kids almost look forward to it because part i think part of the pressure with kids and adults, I'll speak for myself too, who need to detox, is it's that peer pressure. Like if, Mm -hmm. you know, if everybody else is on their phone and you don't have a phone, you're lame, you're this or that. Kind of like a FOMO thing. It's Yeah, it's like a fear of missing out. It is FOMO. And so what happens is is that the beautiful thing is that everybody's losing it. Mm-hmm. So you're yep. all on the same plane. Right. It field. neutralizes. Right. It does neutralize. And when thing. there's different kids from different socioeconomic standings at a camp or at a high school, mm-hmm. and some people have the phone, iPhone 13 and someone has a, you know, five. What's that? The flip phone from Walmart? <laughs> yeah. For 15 I bucks. I don't know. Cool. I, I don't think Walmart even sells flip phones. anymore. They don't. Oh, sorry, Walmart. But I digress. But yeah. you know what I mean? And then there, so it kind of, just like clothes sometimes like why I like uniforms and we don't have to go there but like it takes away it's neutralizing it's a, right. it neutralizes everyone's on the it. same everyone's on the yeah. same playing field yeah. everyone nobody has a device and it mm-hmm. it change it changes something in you because everyone's insecure right. and mm-hmm. everyone's vulnerable mm-hmm. and so it brings out a whole other side of them so obviously a kid that's go- not wanting to go to camp because he's missing his phone that's a pretty good sign of a detox but what do you guys think are other signs <laughs> of either yourself or someone like your spouse or your kids. I think like you said that, 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 that a lot of teens can't go a few minutes without looking at their phone. I find myself sometimes looking at my phone to see what time it is, but I also sometimes, I obviously the phone will light up when I get a notification and I don't have mine, so it's always on or buzzing. But if I need to see something, something will happen. I don't have to keep checking it myself. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I, but I find that I have to leave my phone in a separate room. Yes. When I do something, if I intentionally don't want to keep looking at it, yep. because yep. it's a, it's like a reflex. It's right. almost like a whole nother appendage that we have. We have our arms, our feet, and our phone. Yes. And it's like, it does we, feel like that. It feels like a whole nother part of our body. And I think that's kind of, that's where the problem is, is that. We don't know how to even. One time I left my house and went all the way into town and didn't realize that I had left my phone and I was terrified. That's the first feeling that I had was terror. I thought something was going to be wrong. I thought something was going to happen to my family and I wouldn't be able to get, or something was going to happen to me and right. I wouldn't be able to tell them. We were going to need milk and Kurt couldn't say, <laughs> we need milk on the way home. I, which, it, it was a horrible feeling. Which is funny because like for our kids, we would expect they've always grown up in a technology world where devices have been a part of their life. But for us, we grew up in a time where if you broke down, you had to like 
walk, walk to a neighbor's house yeah. to to flag somebody's house and, or ask you know flag down a stranger or walked up to somebody's house and say can i use your landline so mm-hmm. that's a learned behavior from our part that yeah, sure and a know. learned fear right. i think it's also a learned fear for right. me it's when i realize there's like time has disappeared like if i sit down and i say okay you know everything's done i'm gonna sit and chill for a minute yep. and i'm on facebook or Instagram, and the next thing I know, an hour's gone <laughs> it's by. It's midnight. And I'm so, like, how the heck? Where? What? <laughs> where am I? Where, what is going <laughs> yeah. on? And the fact that when I mm. question myself, like, what have I gained from that? Do right. I really care if Mary Lou who that I met four times in, you mm-hmm. know, at a essential oil club... Just got a new horse. Like, right. why is that something pertinent yep. to my life? But I, it feels that way. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm like, oh, this is a problem. Right. <clears throat> for and me, so it's always a loss of time. There's like mm. two bands of like technology T-Docs. And so for kids, like I guess as adults, we would expect that there's some reasonable level where we need to be able to communicate with people. We don't have landlines anymore, etc. So there's, a, I would say, a higher threshold for technology detox or you know acceptable use of technology as an adult whereas kids obviously we you know for a especially for a kid that doesn't have you know we're not they're not out and about you know they're just at home who can't put down their device or constantly checking it that's I would say more of like a detox thing where maybe you need to set some better boundaries compared to like an adult doing that but you're 100 percent spot on i was looking up like what are you know what are symptoms of uh needing, needing a, a, detox. A, a technology detox and you mentioned one of them like uh have you ever um uh, what was it have you ever wondered where time went yes uh because one or two more hours went by without you realizing it um <laughs> I mean, yeah. Phantom have you, rings, have you, phantom buzzes. That's have you r- routinely fallen asleep with technology in your hand and been startled awake where their phone or your tablet drops on the floor yes, and then, then wakes you up? Um, have you ever missed or been late to events because you lost track of time that you oh specifically spent on your device? I have never device? done that. Not that one. <laughs> and then the last one, have you tried standing up from going to the bathroom and found that your legs are asleep? <laughs> Oh, because yes. you were using like, technology. Like almost going to the ER <laughs> amount of falling For asleep. For me, the other thing is is that the loss of time and phantom rings or things like that. Right. And the other thing is we made a rule in our family for everyone, except for Peter. He gets to break it because of his mom. No technology in bedrooms. So Peter's the only one who has a phone next oh, we're to gonna his get bed. To that. And <sighs> that's because if his mama is older yep. and we want to be able to, if she needs to call. But mm-hmm. I have broken that a couple of times. I will mm-hmm. be honest because I've just been so tired. I'm like, I don't want to watch a show on the couch. I'll just go watch one in bed. Right. And my mornings are always, I am always late that next day because instead of waking up and getting up and starting moving, I wake up and start scrolling. Right. Mm. So bad. It's the worst. So from a kid's perspective, Mm. some other things to think about for parents. It's not just, you know, some of the detox things we've talked about, but what is your what is your child's reaction if you take their device away? Like punishment. Well, they think it's punitive. They think it's punitive. Right. Or what? Uh, you know, what is the reaction that you get if you ask your child to put down their device for the afternoon or for 
you know, a day. Are you trying or to torture these sweet little children? <laughs> right. Or Hostility. if you do that, do you find that your children are sneaking use yes, when they're, you know, times are, you know, they know that the, they're in a prohibited time or something yes. like that. So those are also, you know, indications that your child might need, you might need to be talking with them more um, in that. I mean, if you talk to them and they still don't care. Or they say, I'm just... I'm just this. I'm just this. It's like no screen time. I'm just look. I'm just talking to my friend. I'm just looking at Amazon for another Lego set. I'm just, <laughs> right. I'm just doing this. And it's like, but but you're still sitting there on your phone. Right. Yes. Mama said to go outside and yeah. leave your. Yeah. You know, so it, there's a lot of. So we got a lot of symptoms with this, and we know that. I mean, hopefully that helps your listeners with things to think about related to how your kids use it. But what are we gonna do, right? as parents as spouses like how are we going to um how are we going to change that habit so um first and foremost uh obviously especially with our kids we set the tone as parents I was gonna say, we have to lead by example yep. like if we're saying to do and amber you were talking about this on mm-hmm. one of our recent podcasts you're like if i am going to expect something from my kids i can't just i can't be like get off your phone but then sit there on mine right it, uh, you know, in a in a part of the day where we could be doing other things, where I could yeah. be engaged yep. with my family, where I should be cooking or doing laundry or something like <laughs> and that. And the thing that's hard for me is that I get it for my kids because I have two kids that are like, well, or like Peter. So I'm a per- like, because that was the other thing that's my symptom is that an uncomfortability with silence mm-hmm. or destimulation or boredom, like being uncomfortable with that. Yeah. So for me, one of the things is that drives peter crazy is he wants to just play music like he but we're not always in the mood for his music so pete parker and i in particular will put in an ear pod and our phone's not there but parker's listening to his playlist Mm -hmm. which we're okay with because if it's we know the playlist and we you know and he and i'm listening to a podcast because i'm not a music person like i don't Mm -hmm. enjoy listening to music but i love listening to podcasts because i love the banter that's not my family i know that sounds awful and mean but no like, I, I get i think we the... all need to something that oh that... no i just get sick of their voice i feel like i need to just express it i get sick of their voices like i hear yeah. them all day but i want to but mm. i don't want to listen to music i want to listen to people being engaging or funny or scary or creepy or i want to get involved <laughs> with a story yeah and so um but that drives peter crazy because he, when he says no devices he wants literally nothing and i'm like i don't want their eyeballs on it but if it's they're all on the dining room table but people have an earbud in and they're doing their homework or cleaning or cooking dinner but he wants it's very hard isn't it i mean it's those once the once i find that least with one of our kids and i won't be specific but there's a slippery slope i guess with both of them and myself there's like a slippery slope and unless you are just like with everything. Not at the dinner table when we're eating dinner. Like if oh, we're no, like no, no. puttering around the house. Oh gosh, no. I just mean with devices in general. Yeah. Like sure. once you start allowing, like we've had to take it, take it away from our kids before. And it's like once you start allowing it back that there just seems to be this sliding right back into some of the habits that got it taken away in the first place. And it's, so it's very hard to monitor. Kurt, do you think that's just frontal lobe? It's just because it. They're just kids, and so you're just going to have to keep. Yeah. Like, I don't, that's 100%. what I feel like. I think, like. Well, it's just, you're, and you even, haven't developed, they haven't developed Sally, right. that, those, the idea of even knowing what a healthy habit is. Right. You know, I mean, so that's, even Mustang Sally, 
I love you, Mustang Sally. Like, she's out of our house, but I know she's probably not making the best choices with her devices, and she's scrolling a ton. But that's outside my control. So all I can do is set them up the best that I can. It's okay, Mustang Sally. I'm in my house. (laughs) And I don't. You make, own your house. I, I, we, well, we're on our way, but I don't. I don't make the best choices either. Sometimes. Well, and that's the it's, that's the question that I was thinking when I was kind of dwelling on this a little bit is what do we want our kids to remember our relationship with technology and what mm-hmm. it was, Oof. you know? And so for yeah. me, that's a really hard one for me because I'm in IT and I'm kind of required to be available all the time, you know, because mm-hmm. of my work, and so. I do explain that a little bit more and I try not to abuse it. So when I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not just looking at personal email, if I'm on my device after hours, it's work email or something that I. Are you allowed to have that on your phone, Mr. <laughs> Anderson? You do it's a true. much better job out of the two of, uh, out of us two parents. And I, again, true confessions, a couple of months ago, I, wa- I was struggling with depression. I was struggling with being motivated to do anything. And I let myself get sucked into TikTok, which is a endless, never ending, truly endless endless scrolling with 15 second to a minute bursts of any kind of emotion followed by any kind of emotion Mm -hmm. running the entire spectrum of the ridiculous to the actually really cool and, and useful, but everything in between. And I, I literally became addicted to it. And so yep. late at night when I, I would shut off my brain and I would just allow myself. And then that until that one night where Kurt was like, he woke up, he had fallen asleep on the sofa and it was like 1130 or midnight. And he's like, Rach. And it was like, bink, bink. He's like, Rach. You look like, like a zombie. Like you there was your face had no expression. It was if you were dead, but you're, 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 I could tell you were breathing, but that was about it. Well, and you said I was just scrolling you were. without it even just, stopping. I was, I was not even watching anything at this point. Yeah. So I was, I've seen my, your eyes could have been like glazed. Like, they were glazed over, but they were also like, it was, a, Saucers. they were held open by toothpicks that were yeah. not, Right. So the closest thing I could think of to from the olden days yep. was channel surfing like sure. kind of this endless you're looking for something to give you that little hit right. of like oh i wonder i wonder but you what, never stop but you never really stop right. and you're always like what's the next thing yep. well with something like that even way more so than instagram or facebook it's just like this very strange intoxicating suck you in format right. that's very hard and you have to you you're either on it or you're not in my opinion you're either going to waste a lot of your life on it or you have to delete it yeah. mm-hmm. and there's nothing in between because it's right. it's almost impossible to resist well, that next thing that next thing and if you watch some of like the documentaries they have about things like social media there's a lot of science behind that where they literally are using science against you to keep you on social media. Ooh, and I, I want to just say that there, where there are some very wonderful things on all platforms, there I would say some of the most disturbing things I've ever right. seen were on TikTok. Like yep. unfiltered horror, weird and paranormal stuff that like I won't be able to unsee. In addition to seeing humanity, in, in a, it's like a freak show. Right. It's honestly like like well, a freak show circus. And we should definitely talk about that more next time, uh, next week, when we're getting into like content, because that is definitely... Yeah, content, it's yeah. scary. I was just like, ah, I don't want my babies on here. So why am I on here? Like, what right. am I looking for here? Well, and that's, the, <laughs> that's the whole thing with a, what is a healthy relationship. You know, we mm-hmm. want our kids and we want ourselves to be in healthy relationships with... Mm-hmm 
uh, with each other, with our friends, family, but also with technology. Um, you know. So what can we do to actually let's let's talk let's go a little deeper into the detox part where we're like yeah. okay we've we've would acknowledge that we have a problem we've seen the symptoms so number now one what do we is do? you set the tone um, number two would be be open and direct what is set the t- what does that mean well set the tone is you know you specifically need to show you you need to be the example you know if you're okay. telling kids not to use technology but you also have to show them. Okay. With your own actions about it. Be an example. Yeah, okay. be an example. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one is being open and direct with not just your spouses, but your kids about what technology addiction is. I mean, our youngest is, you know, 10, but I remember even a year or two. He's ago, 11. Well, yeah, I remember a year or two ago. That's right, he is 11. Now. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Hard cut. Um, having that conversation with them about what technology and addiction technology addiction was so that when you need to open that conversation up of buddy you're spending too much time on your device right it's not like it's out of left field they've heard it before right Mm -hmm. and i feel like we do a good job with that about yeah we've been pretty purposeful and we kind of have like some of those scared straight like we try to really shed it in a bad light where we're like (laughs) you're gonna not be able to be a functioning human and you're not gonna get a good job (laughs) if you keep scrolling because you're killing brain cells with every scroll so be open and direct and we might be (laughs) overly direct but the number the number three thing is boundaries and so there's two two buckets of boundaries. One is buckets of boundaries. Buckets of boundaries. Ooh, okay, I like, I like of that. Boundaries. The first first bucket of boundaries is delay bringing technology into use until the right time. So for kids, you know, there's nothing. There's no reason that you can't delay technology and their use of technology as long as possible. Although there um, will be some significant conversations and fights about it from there and that they should no absolutely and so a couple examples like you know there's lots of age appropriate technology and time use so um the term that we use like because i help out with it stuff at our local school is not all screen time is created equal Mm -hmm. um and so you know tv time is like you know obviously the type of content that you're letting kids use um, even the apps that they use, there are ones that are at least geared toward, you know, educational. I say geared toward because, you know. Right. Some of them, it's like you're learning. I'm learning. But I'm having <laughs> right. so much fun. Right. Or like in, in right. kindergarten, I'll show, what did I show just the other day? I showed like birds. We're learning about birds. So I showed right. a bunch of videos of like crazy ways birds, yeah. like preen to get ready to mate and like these crazy dances sure. and they were laughing hysteric because they're hilarious yeah. or like how they clean their areas or why so that was like nests. a video or right. youtube so or something the, like that's that. for right. education yeah. so i don't think it's necessarily so, rotting their brain like, oh no d- delaying crash, technology you know and what they have available for things apps is the first step in a, as far as a boundary goes and so the american pediatric association says that Right, you know, from two to five years old, uh, no more than one hour per day is what they recommend for all technology. All T- screens. TV, yeah. like all screens, yeah. whether it's TV, tablet, yeah. you know, phone use or something. Now, the average, however, for kids under eight today is almost three hours a day mm-hmm. uh, for eight and under. Mm-hmm. And that goes down even below the age of two. 
So there are yeah. lots of... There's like, no reason why a baby has to be in... Digital babysitters. <laughs> um, so, and then the second bucket of boundaries, obviously, is like you actually are using either physical boundaries or technology, te technological boundaries. So... Amber, you already mentioned physical boundaries, right? So mm -hmm. that's uh, determining no when technology can be used in the home, right? And where. And where. And where. So, you know, examples of things like for us, um, you know, we have a no technology during mealtimes, right? Um, yep. You know, a lot of people have... Uh, no technology during trans, what they call transitional times. So that's when you pick your kids up from school, you know, maybe they get their phones back from school and they instantly want to be on them. Uh, when parents come home from work or something, you know, that's reconnecting time. So a lot of times when you get home Which from I think in full disclosure, we, we as a family don't do that. I mean, Sam right. gets out of school yeah. and he's already got his AirPod in his ear. Right. And he's back, like, on, the ba detox. back on the, back on the music. Which is, you know, I don't have a problem with music. Right. I it's really detox. don't. I think for right. my kids, it's like they've just taken in so much that I don't. Right. Transition yeah. times aren't a big thing. We don't do meal times. If you're in your room with your phone, the door has to be open. Yep. There's no, you don't get privacy until you're 18 in my house. Um, and no technology in your room at night. Yep. There's no phone use at night. And we, and we know all the passwords. Mm -hmm. And we make it clear and we let ourselves be the bus they can throw under. So like right. if inappropriate texts are coming or like, Oh, we're going to get into that big edgy, time during like, the next and podcast. I, yeah. My kids, I, I have trained them. Like, are you telling your friends that I'm reading their text messages? Cause right. I'm reading their text messages. Right. So, th so that <laughs> yeah. you have, you know, the boundary that you have there is obviously that your kids know that, I'm reading from a content everything. perspective and I th at the next podcast, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But so physical boundaries, you guys mentioned a, a bunch, some other ones that, you know, when friends are over, like if you have friends over, yeah. um, a good boundary is that your mm -hmm. kids aren't using technology. Um, that's right. We are pretty hard with yeah. that. And I love that, you know, when my kids are at your house too, you're usually, yeah, there's I'm a like, limit right. to it. There's not, yeah, I want them to do like, cause they want to be like, oh, and then yeah, leaving and technology out of the, out of the bedroom <clears throat> yes. is another good one. Now for me, because we have so many, so much content restrictions on our devices because their dad works in it, um, their phone literally turns, even though it's an iPhone turns mm -hmm. into essentially a watch with, they don't have access to anything after 8 30 at night and you're going to teach people how to do that i will we'll, i think we'll that's the best thing ever because yep. like you said they don't have that governor on their brain yet right. and and some of us don't either some of us yep. adults with our full frontal <coughs> lobe right. are, me. Well, and and you said to me you were like i love you and i'm going to put a time limit of five minutes on your tiktok app <laughs> if you don't just right. do your own detox yep. and i just deleted it because i was like i don't need any of this this is not really edifying in any way but if i when i probably put it back on my phone which you know in a moment of weakness i i think that's a really good idea right if you don't have the what's the word i'm looking for well, and sometimes it's not even it's not even self-control. It's like you do it's actually what it does. Like you right. were saying, like social media, those platforms make you lose a sense of time. It rewires so if your you brain. don't right. know what time it like I'm not kidding when I'm like, What? I just <laughs> right. sat down. Yeah. So yeah. I'm a grown I'm a grown up and I can't do that. Right. Kurt putting that on my phone 
is him loving me well. Right. Yeah. That right. I only get 15 minutes. So that's yeah. the other part of boundaries is you have physical physical boundaries, which mm-hmm. are like location-based essentially, and then technology boundaries. And so the thing that I think is is great is that purveyors of technology, Apple, Android, Microsoft, um, they recognize that that's something that parents want. Um, and so they've done a really good job of kind of um, – finally getting up to speed with providing a lot of options for people to be able to do that on their devices. And there's great apps. And there's great apps for it. So, um, you know, I tell people all the time, if you want ironclad technology boundaries, buy Apple devices. Um, So I know there's a lot of Android users out there, Windows users. Um, Ooh, thunder. There's a little thunder out there. Um, But Apple has... I'm not going to say perfected, but they have by far the best type of content, um, you know, native content restrictions um, on their devices. Like if you set screen time on an Apple device to turn off at 830, it will uh, it will turn off at 830 every single day of the but week. How do you get your kids to not change it back? Ah, so we'll, we're going to okay, get into that sorry. as well. Now, so again, we're going to... We'll, We'll dive deep okay, into Apple specific. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll dive deep into Apple mm-hmm. specific stuff, and then I'm going to give some websites for you guys that. But what about for all of our uncool people that don't have an Apple? <laughs> sure. Well, you know, so Sorry. Apple. Can Apple... I tell you about an app that we just got that we're, I'm obsessed with? I'm looking at it right now. So we got Life 360, <coughs> which is a free device, but you can add more. And it tells you where your kid, it tracks your humans. And it tracks if they're in a car or not in a car. And how fast the car is going when they're in the car. And it's just an extra. Mm -hmm. And so we've told our children, do you want us to pay for your phone? Mm -hmm. Do you want us to pay for your insurance? Mm -hmm. Put it on your phone. And you can set bubbles like where they're supposed to go. So like. If they Maybe go, they go outside of, the bubble. Right. And then it, so it tells you when they're arriving at home. It tells you when they left home and school and left school. So if when Izzy's coming to her school, like we know where she's at. Right. And my favorite part is somebody made a, a curly haired son of mine may have gone for the first time with friends from high school that he doesn't go to, but his track kids. And he's like, yeah, yeah, we're going to the track and running. And Peter and I were like, it's nine o'clock, but they're trying to get, it's a long story. Anyway, I looked at Peter and I was like, all right, here's the test. We get to see. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is he actually going to the track? What he's doing because mm-hmm. he's never gonna, not going to have his phone. And I literally, I confessed it to him later. I picked up my phone and I watched it. Right. I watched him pull out of our driveway. I watched how fast they went down each, our road and Mount Hope Avenue that with the track is on. I watched them park. You can watch his little his little circle go down to like man the park that he was running yep. in. I watched it go into a half a circle because they were doing a relay. I watched it go back, and I just sat there and watched it. Right. And I was like, okay, he's that's doing- a little creepy. It was, but it was <laughs> well, like, and you can you can do my that with, with right. him because you know you're always like sure because I was like Peter. Are they to beat him up? And Peter's like, "Have you seen him?" And then I was like, "Are they doing drugs?" You know, like because you just you don't know. While running, these kids a relay. Right. Are, are they relaying pot smoking? Yeah. And I, but you could see it because you don't. I don't know, right? Does and the app uh, alert you if there's pot smoking going on? 
No, but I don't think That's they would something pot we definitely smoke need. and walk around in circles. <laughs> I feel like right. that would be bad for their lungs because it was he was moving. So I watch him move. we're an Apple family. Yes, we're an Apple family uh, too. But at the same time, <laughs> the same type of content restrictions do are out there for like Android, which is a Google Enterprise. So, oh gosh. Um, Sorry. We saw some lightning. Lightning strikes. Lightning strikes. Uh, So the site that I want to tell everyone about is something called, it's called internetmatters.org. And it is a site that, well, both the girls are like looking out the window. We're a little little afraid. (laughs) Um, So internetmatters.org, it's a site that actually places like Facebook and Samsung have uh, created where you can go one, it's one place where depending, you can literally select on a drop down. This is the type of device that we have and it'll show you with literally pictures, screenshots, how to put content restrictions on that device. That's great. So you don't That's necessarily... That's an Apple? What's that? That's an Android or an Apple? It doesn't matter. Well, I'm saying internetmatters.org is a website you can go to and it'll, if you have an Android device, if your kid has an Android device, if it has an Apple device, it will show you <coughs> how to enable content restrictions. Internetmatters.org. I will make sure to link that in the show notes. Yeah. To give you an example, like for us, for Apple, right? They have something called screen time. And so you can set hours that the device is allowed to be used. Mm-hmm. And then, Amber, you mentioned how do I make it so kids don't turn off? Well, it actually allows you to set a passcode that's only known to you or your spouse on the device. Because I am stupid and I know (laughs) some of the people out there listening are not techie either. Do you put it on your parent phone on the family share or is it actually like I take my curly hair boy's Mm -hmm. phone from him and set it up on his phone? You would actually set all these. So, the controls on each individual, individual phone, device. not on the family. Now, some solutions like Apple, you can set some of those restrictions at like the family level, um, right. and then it's supposed to bubble down. But I always do it because I don't trust stuff like that on individual devices. So you can do that whether you have an Android device or an Apple device. But those type of screen time settings, which you can lock, will allow, because we're just talking about, we're not talking content, we're just talking time. It'll You can specify that... It shuts off at a certain time, and then you can allow certain apps, like for Sam, our oldest son, when it shuts off at 9.30 at night, before he goes to bed, he has access to his clock. Uh, I think he's... His the, music. The, his music and the Bible app is like the three things that he can still get to. You can read your Bible <laughs> all night long. That's right. <laughs> and we're okay with this. And you can even do that on... So I don't, yeah. I don't love that, you know... You know, as a as parents, we he has a PC in his in his room. If it was a laptop, I would say you keep your laptop downstairs. But Microsoft has the same thing where on his Windows device, his device literally shuts off at the same time as well. So that whole thing of technology behind doors, no! it it literally He's like Homer. We, no! Oh, he does. <laughs> He'll text me, Dad. I was working on like you know yeah. schoolwork, and it shuts off at the time so those are things that you know can be done so internetmatters.org is Mm. a great website it's not you know a faith-based one but it does give practical um, options for people depending on device on how to enable those type of content restrictions that's great 
So, and my, my, my lead out on this is, you know, with kids and technology use, the quote that I have posted in my office is, never before has a generation so diligently recorded themselves accomplishing so little. And men. That is to the men. something that I definitely don't want my kids to, you know, have a, as a specific thing. And so I'm grateful for the amount of restrictions that we do place on that, even if we get rumbles. So good. Thank you so much. You're so handsome. <laughs> Ew. Hey, get over it. Bye. Give us a nice deep goodbye. Goodbye. Gross. <laughs> Everybody do a mic check. Check, 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 check. 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 Everyone's check. opening up their bubblies. Oh, you can't say hi yet. You are a special guest. I'm, we're doing this I'm over. This is a check check. Oh, oh, oh yeah. No check. marital disagreements on the podcast. I thought I was told to do a mic check. Yeah, you were. If you think of anyone, your mother, your sister, your bestie, your mailman, uh, the person who watches your kids after school, just share this podcast today with a friend and we would be so, so grateful. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.